life on the west coast initially we had no friends here she had no job and in our santa monica apartment block our neighbors operated a hermetically sealed clique gradually though things were changing back home she'd been an a and e nurse for 12 years before giving it up to come out to the states with me and that experience had landed her a short-term contract at a surgery a block from where we lived She was only taking blood and helping doctors patch up wounds, much more sedate than the work she'd been doing back in London, but she loved it. It got her out meeting people, and it brought in a little money, plus she got weekends off too, which meant she could go to the beach. "'You gonna spend all our money, Raker?' she asked after a while. "'Not tonight. Maybe tomorrow. Do you even know how to play cards?' "'I know how to play Snap.' I could tell she was smiling. I'd love to be a fly on the wall when you sidle up to the blackjack table pretending you know what you're doing. I do know what I'm doing. You can't even play Monopoly. My biggest fan talks me up again. She laughed. (laughs) You'll have to take me with you next time. I will. I'd love to see Vegas. I turned on the bed and looked out through the window. Millions of lights winked back through the glass. I know, I'll bring you here one day, I promise. At one thirty, I was still awake, even if I didn't understand why. I'd been up until four the previous night filing a story, was fried after the five-hour drive down from L.A., but I just couldn't drop off. Eventually, I gave up trying, got dressed and headed downstairs. When the elevator doors opened, it was like time had stood still. The foyer, the sounds of the slots, the music being piped through speakers, it was all exactly the same as I'd left it. The only thing missing was the couples screaming at one another. This was the reason casinos didn't put clocks up. Day, night, it was all the same. Like being in stasis. You came in and your body clock disengaged. I looked at my watch again and saw it was closing in on two, but it may well have been mid-morning. Men and women were wandering around in tracksuits and shorts like they'd just come from the tennis courts. I headed to a bar next to the hotel lobby. Even at 1.50 in the morning I had plenty of company. A couple in their sixties, a woman talking on her phone in a booth, a guy leaning over a laptop, and a group of five men sitting at one of the tables, laughing raucously at something one of them had said. Sliding in at the stools, I ordered a beer, picked at a bowl of nuts and flicked through a copy of the Las Vegas Sun that had been left behind. The front-page story neatly echoed the one I'd been sent down to follow up, Las Vegas, the bulletproof city. While some analysts were predicting a recession inside the next 12 months, America's gaming capital was set to make a record $8 billion. About ten minutes later, as I got to the sports pages, a guy sat down beside me at the bar and ordered another round of drinks. I looked up, he looked back at me, and then he returned to his table with a tray full of shots. A couple of seconds later, a faint memory surfaced, and as I tried to grasp at it, a feeling of recognition washed over me. I knew him. I turned on my stool and glanced back over my shoulder. The man placed the tray down on the table and then looked back at me. He knows me too. There was a moment of hesitation for both of us, paused at each end of the room, 
but then it seemed to click for him. A smile broke out on his face, and he returned to me. David? As soon as he spoke, the memory became fully formed. Lee Wilkins. We'd grown up together, lived in the same village, gone to the same school, and we'd left the same sixth-form college and never spoken since. Now, almost twenty years later, here he was. Different from how I remember, but not that different. More weight around his face and middle, hair shaved, dark stubble lining his jaw, but otherwise the same guy. Five-ten, stocky, a scar to the left of his nose where he'd fallen out of a tree we'd been climbing. Lee? Yes. An even bigger smile spread across his face and we shook hands. Bloody hell, he said. I thought when I saw you, he looks familiar, but I just never figured. You on holiday here? No, he said, perching himself on the stool next to me.